Good morning, everyone. Continuing in the laws of Hilchos Kriya Sefer Torah, the laws of the Torah reading, Simon Kuflam and Zion 137, as well as the next Simon Kuflam and Ches, uh, deal with the laws and the halachas of the, of the different aliyahs. Where do we actually make the stops and where do we, how do we divide up the different parshios? Um, Simon Kuflam and Zion deals with how many psukim, how many verses in the, uh, are, are a minimum requirement, uh, for the entire Torah reading that we read at any given time. Now, it's actually a helpful thing to, as a hakdama, sort of an introduction. The Mishabura writing in Sif Beis actually points out, he says, nowadays the tradition is, when we, the, let's, at least for the Torah readings on uh, Shabbos afternoon and on Mondays and Thursdays, um, we read Kala Parsha Rishon Shal Seder Shigru Shabbos Haba. We read um, the entire uh, first Aliyah, the the first uh, section of the f- upcoming week. Um, we have, if you look in any sitter, you look in the back of the art scroll sitter, or really any sitter, the division of where the aliyahs should be, well, they're already kind of prearranged. You look in the art scroll sitter, it'll tell you where to, su- where to stop. Uh, I would point out, it's the same uh, on Shabbos morning as well. The aliyahs are kind of uh, pre-assigned. If you open up any chumash, it'll tell you where where does Shani begin, where does Shlishi begin, where does Ravi begin. These are all kind of prearranged in the Chumashim. However, if someone, if a congregation for whatever reason deviates from that order, it's, it's not ma'akev, meaning you're allowed to do that if you'd like. Uh, as we're going to see, there's just, there are certain requirements. Uh, you can't, an aliyah can't have less than three psukim, as we'll, we'll see shortly. Um, this introduction is helpful in the sense to, to recognize when it comes to the different aliyahs, where do we make the stops? There are going to be a, a whole series of, uh, of halacha, and they're going to be layered upon one another. Uh, what's me'ikr hadin, what's an absolute necessity, uh, what's sort of a secondary requirement, tertiary levels. Um, we'll see that that when it comes to the aliyahs, um, it, it's not that like when you open up your sitter, you open up your chumash, where those uh, aliyahs are um, in your chumash or in your sitter, that like God told Moses at Sinai, thou shalt stop and make an aliyah at this designated spot. That's not how it works. Rather, there are certain halachas that govern uh, minimum requirements and, as I mentioned, secondary and tertiary requirements for for where the aliyahs ought to be. But that said, there is a lot of flexibility. In theory, you you don't have to follow what the Chumash says. You could, you could, you know, make your own aliyah divisions. But, as we'll see in the, this simon and the next simon, there are certain requirements um, that you have to follow. Uh, I always w- would point out, it it, it is a good idea to follow the aliyahs as broken up in the Siddur and the Chumashim for two reasons. Number one, um, they've done all the heavy lifting for us. As I've mentioned, there are certain requirements. You may as well just follow. Um, you don't need to reinvent, reinvent the wheel, wheel. Just let's use what, what the different Chumashim and, and different traditions uh, you know, have divided. Number two, as I mentioned, there are like tertiary, uh, you know, secondary and tertiary reasons to make aliyahs at certain spots. Uh, and some of those uh, more distant reasons reasons aren't as clear, so these things, again, have, uh, the, the aliyahs has broken up in your Siddur and, and Chumash, well, it's kind of already made it through the Masora, through the tradition of the generations, these are good places to, to stop, so it definitely is a good idea, but again, the mission of Bruras were, uh, a, a caution is very helpful, they're not Ma'akev, they're, those w- the divisions, as you see it, are not 
absolute requirements. They're just good, helpful suggestions. The first halach on Simon Kufla Lamed Zayin 137 is shlosha on a day where we, in a situation where you just have three people getting called up to the, to the Torah, in Korin Pachos Me'asar Psukim, as a minimum, we go ahead and we read 10 verses. Uh, the Mechaber tells us, even though a simple verse like, which uh, doesn't usually teach us anything significant, well, that will count as one of your 10 verses. However, with the one caveat, if you have an entire section that can be completed with less than 10 Psukim, um, like, for example, if you recall, on Purim morning, we read the, ver- the, the passage of Ayavo Amalek, which is only nine psukim, so, so that would be okay. So again, as a, as a general rule, ten psukim is the minimum. There are certain exceptions if you have a nine-verse uh, you know, situations, even, even where you only have nine verses, but it's a complete Indian, uh, it's a complete topic, that would also be okay. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.